warm up there? Uh, a little bit. It's been cooling off, but it also gets warm. And I don't trust the weather anymore. We don't. You can't go by the old ways. Yes, the old ways have passed. Yep. You never know when it's going to be cold or hot anymore. Or wet. Oh, yeah. How did y'all... Did it rain really crazy down there, too? Yeah. Yeah, in fact, I... Okay, so I've had a small leak in the basement since I've moved in. That just when it rains yeah. real heavy, you know. Uh huh. Um, this time, I had a leak in a different part of the basement, but the part that normally leaks doesn't. So I'm wondering if the whole thing shifted down the wall or something. Oh uh, yeah, Sean's got really flooded. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah, he's lost a bunch of stuff. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Sorry to hear that, Sean. If you're there, I don't know if he's there. He's there. He's killing people on this video game. Yeah, it's probably good stress relief. <laughs> he does it every day, so he shouldn't have any stress at all. <laughs> no worries. Um, oh, welcome to week 884 of the Crankcast. Thought I'd get that out of the way. So, okay, I'm not saying that this is the most remade movie, but can you think of any movie that you've seen adapted in... Like the story of it adapted more than the most dangerous game. Uh, well, put on the spot now. I can't think of it, but I mean, I probably could if I thought about it. I just been trying to remember because I mean, it's like they've used the plot of that for like TV show plots, episode plots. Yeah, it has been used a lot. Movies, like I mean, there's got to be like two dozen movie versions of it, you know, or at least, mm-hmm. if not direct adaptations, heavily influenced by it. I was sure. just, I was wondering, I was watching the, um, there was a recent remake with Chris Hemsworth. Oh, so is that called, uh, Most Dangerous Game? Yes. Okay. That's the one where it's, it's not the usual on an island, it's like you can run through the city and stuff. Yeah, it takes place in Detroit. And yeah, he, he's like a, a terminally ill person, and then he wants to take care of his family or whatever. So he makes it's not it. Chris Hemsworth; it's his brother. Oh, I knew it was a Hemsworth. I, I can't remember which one. But um, it's not a bad movie. I just it got me thinking. I'm like, man, I've seen this done a lot. Like, yeah, it has been done a lot. I mean, this one's literally a remake, so you know, it's supposed to be a, a updated version of the 32 movie. Hmm. But yeah, like I don't. I just I thought it was weird because I'm like, this must be I something people have, are super interested in because it keeps getting made so much. I pref- I really am a big fan of the Michael Dudikoff one. Is that Hard Target? No, oh. that is uh, I forget what it's called. Um, it's not Surviving the Game. That's the Ice Tea one, but. Is the same thing. Well, I guess they're all the same thing, but it's very similar to the Dudikoff one because they both take place in Louisiana in the swamp. Uh, was it eighties? Uh, I don't know when Surviving the Game is. I think Surviving the Game is eighties. Uh, the Dudikoff one is definitely the eighties. Uh oh, Surviving the Game was ninety four. Okay. And let's see. I'm looking up. Is it? Oh, I thought maybe it was Deadly Prey, but that's not it. No, Deadly Prey is very similar. That's, that's got Cam Mitchell in it. 
and Troy Donahue. Cam, are you are you were you good friends with Cameron Mitchell that you can call him Cam? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that about you guys. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, hmm, it's not turkey shoot. Not turkey shoot. Turkey shoot's a whole different thing. Yeah. Turkey shoot has mutant people in it. But it's still like a, uses that big element of the most dangerous game in it, though. Yeah. Uh, I can't find a Dudikoff one. It's not listed in this list I'm looking at. Really? Yeah. Well, look up a list of Dudikoff movies. Oh, like, yeah, I guess I could do that, too. Um, anyway. Michael, it's D-U-D-I, right? Yeah. Dudikoff. Looking good, Dudikoff. Guy Man Dudikoff. Guy Man Dudikoff. So, uh, hmm. 80s, huh? River of Death? Not River of Death. I realize I do not know a lot of the, uh... Dudikoff movies. I'm not familiar with most of his uh, Hoover. You don't know his dudography? Yes, his dudography. That's it. I, I'm looking it up. It'll be easier if I see it. Probably, Because yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at it. You just read every name of every movie. I'm just looking. Moving Target? Moving Target, I think, is it. Because that's, that's 95. No. No, this is this. I'm looking at the plot. It's not Moving Target. In moving target, he gets framed for murder, and he's trapped in a war between Russian gangsters. Dudikov. <laughs> Dudikov. Dudikov. He's in Bloody Birthday? Was he? I didn't know that. Shit, dude, he was in Tron. What's he in Tron? Conscript number two. Wow. Yeah. I never knew that. I would have never recognized him in that. He was in Happy Days. In an episode called Smokin' Ain't Cool. And also Joni's Dilemma. Huh. Did I imagine this movie? Did you know he's a, he's the second Michael J. Dudikoff? He's Michael J. Dudikoff the second. Oh, he was in Radioactive Dreams, too. I forgot about that. That's a weirdo movie I like a lot. That's a, a weirdo Albert Pune movie. That's right. How did I forget How, that? He's one of the main characters. Why can't I ima- remember this? Are you sure you're not... I do Are you sure you're not confusing the Dudikoff with somebody else? I'm almost positive. Ah, uh, hmm. I don't know, man. Although this River of Death movie sounds pretty cool. I decided to check the plot of that just to uh, make sure. I don't think I've ever seen this, but it sounds cool. Okay, well. I guess we'll just have to let that one go. Because... Sometimes you just gotta let the hard to reach things go. Wait, wait, wait. It's, uh. 
keep me in suspense, dude. It's uh, Avenging Force. Did, what year? 1986. Oh. Ah, I see. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is one that's not, like, the complete plot's not a most dangerous game thing. I mean, it is. It is. But it's... It, he, most of it is him being chased in the swamp. I gotcha. Yeah, I don't think I've seen this one either. Yeah, Avenging Force. That's it. So I wonder why that's not on the um, on that list of ones I was looking at. Don't know. Maybe they too thought that uh, there wasn't. A, it wasn't because the the game isn't strictly the entire plot of it. Hmm. But I mean, it is a huge plot. They all get masks and stuff. Yeah, I mean, he even says it in the uh, the IMDb description that it's most dangerous game style. Yeah. It's weird, because, I mean, they list a lot of... Well, this list I'm looking at, it's a Wikipedia list, so, you know, I mean, those aren't always necessarily thorough or correct. Although, though, you know, Wikipedia is a lot better than it was when they got the mm-hmm. reputation for being, you know, often incorrect. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's just... It's a knee-jerk thing for me now to just assume that, or take it with a grain of salt, you know. But, uh, anyway. Salt grains. So, there we go. We should do a most dangerous game. You want to? Who's doing the hunting now? I I don't want to be the hunted. Okay, then you be the hunter, because I don't think you can catch me. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No. I should be the hunted, because in the stories, it's always the hunted that comes out on top. Too late. So, well, we you already made your choice. This isn't an either or thing. I'm not saying just the two of us have to play this game. Well, that that happens quite often. That lot. always happens in these movies. But then they become hunters. What? <laughs> oh, this is too much action going on. What if they both start being getting hunted by a third person? That's predator. Yeah. yeah, that's Predator. You just described Predator. Wait a minute. Predator's the most you, dangerous game, except with an alien. Didn't you just say that you want to be the hunted because you will win? Well, that's, that's what always happens, right? Well, you're putting a lot into, like, coincidence then. You're just assuming because that means you're due. That means I'm what, due. I mean, if... I'm due to cough? Oh, my God. I'm just saying, if you think that the hunted always comes out on top, that means the hunters are due. Oh, well, I I mean, that's the way this story works, dude. It's an archetype. So, I mean, if we're going to do this story, then then you're better off being the hunted than the hunter, in this case, is what I'm saying. Mm. Well, we'll see. I mean, I think once you make your first stop to smoke a cigarette, I'm going to catch your ass. I doubt it. I doubt it. It won't even be, it'll be like half a mile. You'll stop to smoke a cigarette. Frank's going to have a drone. He does have a drone. Wait, you can't have a drone. Well, no, can't. There's nothing in the rules that says the hunted can't have a drone. Although, in this Hemsworth remake, they take his phone and stuff, and whatever's in yeah. his pockets. 
but that doesn't mean I, I couldn't acquire like a million different guys after him too. You I, just have me. Yeah, you're making this less interesting. What did you just say? Don't help him. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of like a Dalek. All I got to do is run some steps. If you're being hunted, might be easy because you just have to get outside of Ohio. Out of ho- get off his street! I'm telling you, he's not gonna. He's gonna stop. He's gonna take a smoke break, and then he's gonna forget what he was doing. What? You? Is that how you think of me, really? You're gonna be like, well, I know I came out here for some reason. <laughs> I'm not that forgetful. I get distracted, sure, but you know. Anyway. I'm going to go, I'll, I'll hide at his parents' house. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I go there. Yeah, but they'll hide me. They like me more than you. Oh. I, I, I think you've turned this into the most dangerous lame. <laughs> the most dangerous lame. Yeah. Stuff Mike Norton. It's like, it's not fun anymore. It's not fun. <laughs> Hunting humans just isn't fun anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know, we need something else. I mean, unless you make sure those humans are clowns. Or mimes. Ooh. They're silent but deadly, though. Oh, my God. They'll trap you in the box. I think maybe it should be a rule that all mimes should wear corduroy. Corduroy mime. Did I tell you that I saw, like, somebody did a corduroy ninja comic oh did they yeah just goes to show you you should capitalize on your ideas before somebody yeah i because i mean ideas are what what's the word what i'm trying to think of the word when things happen at the same time but independently oh converge it not converge it um um it's not coincidental. It's, it's the Grant Morrison collective consciousness theory. Sort of. Well, it's probably not his theory. There is a word for it, though, because it happens all the time with inventions and stuff. Where people come to the same thing like independently without knowing that the other person's working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, like, there is a word for it, I just can't remember it. But Coincidence? No, no, I, 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 I mean, it's it's kind of like coincidence. It is coincidental. I mean, technically, it's it's coincidental, I guess. But anyway, yeah, most dangerous game. So, okay, I got another question for you. If I told you I pulled a hammy, would you think that was a good thing? No, you pulled a hammy. That's yeah. not a good thing. Why would who would say that? Well, because I heard this song the other day, right? Because um, I was watching a bunch of stuff on Freebie, free whatever they call that now, the IMDb channel, Free TV, okay. FreeDB. I don't remember what it is. Anyway, but you know they run ads while you're watching stuff, and they tend to repeat themselves a lot. So I kept seeing this ad for this um, what's his name, uh, Post Malone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'm curious. I'll, I'll check it out. So I, I went to his YouTube channel and just hit the first video, like the most recent video posted. And it's it's like a song to a girl or about it. Well, it's it's actually a girl and a guy singing to each other, um, or talking to each other, whatever. Um, 
so at one point in this, he's talking about how he's he's going to get with this girl, I guess, and he says, "I'm trying to think of what the actual words are here." It's uh, let me look this up. It's um, oh, I had the page up, so I was going to ask you. About I mean, it. already I see where you're going with this, and I would say if sex is involved, pulling a hammy be would be a good thing because. Well, but but the way this is phrased is so he what says. What you say? <laughs> So he says, yeah, your boyfriend will never understand me because I'm about to pull his girl like a hammy. Okay. How is that that's in just, any way that's good? Words. That's just a play on words. Yeah, but it, it that sounds like it's bad. But it's meant to be, you know, it's, it's a boasty kind of thing, so it's supposed to be a good thing. But, I, I, I think he's saying it like it's easy to pull your hamstring. Yeah. And so he's going to pull that girl easily. Yeah. Uh, like I'm going to smoke your ass like a country ham. Oh, ass ham! You're an ass ham. I uh, and I, then uh, you know I start thinking. I'm like, man, you know, pulling a girl is kind of like a really antiquated phrase. You know, it's surprising that younger people are still using it. It's you know like a British thing on top of it. Is it? Well, you pull a bird. You know, means hey. something. Either, I think like these days, if you're saying it, it's usually because you're being better to them than the person, like in that instance, being better to them than the person who they're already with. Huh. Like, yeah, there's like the gross, like, pick art of artist people, but I think like pulling this broad and meaning somewhere. It just, it just means that you're desirable. About to pull a girl like a hammy. <laughs> it still didn't sound good to me. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, what else is new? Nothing. Just been working. Yeah. I thought my October was going to be easy. It's not now. No? I, uh... Yeah. But, anyway. Oh, I... Guess what I found out on Sunday night late? Well, you won't be able to guess. I'll just tell you what I found out late on Sunday night. Um, I got nominated for a Ringo. I know that. I've been posting it Why didn't you tell me? Wasn't that like months ago? No, it was weeks ago. I don't, I don't, I'm not supposed to tell you. You're supposed to keep up with your own accolades. I've been telling people to vote for you online. You're supposed Thanks. to have a Google notification set up for any time someone mentions your name. Oh. Well, but you get really weird results. I called you when you got the Eisner nom, and that's it. You don't get anything else. Okay. So I, I should never tell you if I see you nominated for something? Sure, but I'm not going to... I mean, I'm not your secretary. Man, you're getting irate. <sighs> Enhance your calm, Mike. I'll never enhance my calm. Anyway, yeah, so I, that was a surprise. I'll enhance your face with my fist. I um, I got invited to the Baltimore show. That's how I found out. You did? Yeah. I guess they invite everybody that's nominated. They, they invite them to the award ceremony, but then they also invite you to attend the show. Oh, but, nice. But, I mean, you still got to, you know, you, you got to pay for your travel and... And, oh yeah, right. And room and stuff like that, but like they, they let you into the show for free. That's what I mean to say. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't remember that. I've never been to that con. I don't think. I've been. It's good. You should go. I'd like to, but I can't. 
hang out with Rafer. Oh, yeah, I guess he would be there, wouldn't he? Yeah. I wonder if he'd let me stay on his couch. Probably. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. I'm going to say yeah for him. Huh. Well, that puts a new spin on things. Mm-hmm. A sexy out. spin. <laughs> a couchy spin. Twister? Twister. Uh, okay. But anyway, so, yeah, that's kind of a pleasant surprise. I remember, I didn't... Okay, so yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I got the email that said that there were, you know, the voting was open or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was one, like, right in that period where I was just, I I wasn't looking at anything that wasn't related to work, so it got buried in my email. So I never opened it up. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I, I'm honestly, if it, I probably would have remembered to mention it on here if it weren't for the fact that you've been flaking out on the show and we don't record until like Friday night or something and I'm all out of sorts. Yeah. It's cool. So it's your fault. It's your fault. It's a, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm Catholic. It's always my fault. Mm-hmm. So, there we are. Twice but in one I'm year. I think somebody's... Twice in one year, I think somebody's trying to humiliate me, frankly. I... It's me. So... You know, I'm humiliating you. Yeah, I know. Anyway, um, what's Baltimore the city like? Um, I mean, you're from Cincinnati. It's about the same. Okay, so it's like going to Pittsburgh or anything like that. Uh, yeah. It's a little crappier in Pittsburgh, but yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. How's it stack out to say, like, uh, Philadelphia? I mean... Because I've been to Philadelphia. It's similar in ways. Pittsburgh was a lot like Cincinnati to me. It felt like that, it felt like that Midwest, like, post-industrial town kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, felt real comfortable when I went to Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, you shouldn't. You shouldn't feel comfortable going anywhere. Because uh, are we still playing the most dangerous game? Yep. Oh, okay. Well then, you never know when you're playing my most dangerous game. You never know when I'm around. Twister <laughs> with an elephant gun. Okay. I think you'd be pretty conspicuous with an elephant gun, dude. <laughs> you know. There is a period in life where Twister goes from being the most sexy in this game to the most dangerous game. Yeah. I suspect it would be dangerous for me now to play Twister. It's, yeah, it's around 45. <laughs> yeah. You might pull a hammy. So, anyway. <laughs> um trying to think what else is new. Mostly I've just been working and watching stuff, so it's kind of kind of, kind of, you know, I don't know. Um, did you ever see a movie called Dragon Wars? Yeah, with Robert Forster? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't um, Robert Forster playing like a ancient uh, Magical 
like obviously should have been a Chinese guy in that role. Yeah, they explain it's it. Korean by... movie though, so it's a what? It's a Korean movie though. Yeah, they um they explain it with reincarnation. So oh okay. I can't remember if I'd ever seen this movie before. When I watched it, it didn't seem completely unfamiliar, but I couldn't really remember any of it either. But it's a pretty old movie uh, now. I remember it made a big kind of fairly big splash when it came out. I really liked all the dragon battles. Yeah, because it was like, wow, this movie has special effects in it that aren't crappy, uh, and it's not from here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not a great movie. I saw it with Rift Tracks. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's a fairly simple movie, you know, like... There's nothing really wrong with it story-wise. It's just not too complicated or anything. Is like a magic book or something in it or a magic a, item? A magic lady. Like, oh, I thought the, there was like a kid that had to have a... Oh, well, he's got like this necklace thing that he wears. The the main protagonist, I guess. Robert Forster's protege. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gives him this thing that he wears around his neck, but that's I don't think that's, that's not like the thing that they're after. They're after the girl because she's some sort of like spirit thing. She's a dragon, spirit dragon thing. Yeah, and it's got that uh, that Terry Brooks ending to it. I can't remember which Shannara book it was, the one where the girl turns into a tree at the end. Spoilers. Sorry. I guess it's not really a spoiler if I don't remember which book it was, but that. that Tragic, happy, happy, tragic ending. Whatever. Anyway, I thought that was pretty good, though. Like I said, I don't remember if I ever saw it or not. And, um... I watched Chad Michael Murray be completely creepy in a family film. Was it a family film for real, or was it... Oh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't do movies that he, he thinks are, like, against his religion. What really? Or that he he doesn't do movies that he believes are uh, counter to his beliefs, you know, like kind of thing. really. Yeah, he did a recent interview saying that actually. Oh, um, but this was a uh, one of those kind of Hallmarky movies. I can't remember who the actual company was, but it wasn't Hallmark. It was that Country Channel that started making like family. CMT. Yeah, yeah, I think. Or something like that. But anyway, this is called Angel Falls Christmas. And he, he plays an angel. But he's like, he plays an angel that falls in love with a human. And But his delivery throughout this whole thing is just really weird and creepy. And he's like all up in people's faces and stuff. Like and It's not meant to be. He's not supposed to be creepy at all. It was a really strange movie. Angels are like that, though, aren't they? I, I don't know. I've never been touched by an angel. Mm, I think you have. No, no, never have. Pretty sure you have. I'm pretty sure you've mentioned it on the show. No, no. I mean, I I'm... really need to stop calling this a show. Why? Because I don't feel like there's anything about this that is show-like. No. I mean, it's. I don't know what I would. What? No, I don't understand. Okay, whatever. I mean, you know, go screw yourself. It's more like surveillance. 
<laughs> surveillance? Eavesdropping, maybe? Is that what you mean? Yeah, it's more like surveillance. Okay. Mm. Um, have you watched that newer... I haven't seen it yet either, but have you watched that newer Nicolas Cage movie where he plays himself? No, not yet. I keep meaning to... Yeah, I was, I've been wanting to check that out because it sounds funny because he's... Yeah, he's I've heard it's good. Playing himself, playing the characters he's played. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds ridiculous. Um, have you watched that... What was that called? That Everything, Everywhere, All... The, no. Not yet. That, well, you know the movie I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, had the, uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I've got it rented. I had to use up some credits, some Amazon credits, so I went ahead and rented that. I'm hoping to watch it this weekend. I've heard it good. I heard it will change the world. Yeah, I remember when it came out, I just kept seeing people... Uh, the raving. best movie ever made. Just raving about it, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to that. That should be cool. Here's a weird one. Okay, so I, I've watched this movie several times over the years since it came out. Um, have you, you've seen Screamers, right? Screamers. No, I haven't finished it. You've never watched that? It's the one with a Rob- oh. Robocop dude? Yeah, I started watching it. Huh. Weird. Sorry. No, I'm just, it's not that hard a movie to get through. I just was doing something. I'm sorry. God damn. And it's like really old now. It sounds like you're judging me. I mean, you know, do you have no stamina? No. (laughs) I know that's not true, Mike. You've sat through some real stinkers, dude. Anyway. Mm. I, um... That through you. That doesn't even make sense. Shut up, I'll kill you. Your face will kill me. Um. Anyway, it, it's a movie I like, and I, I can't even explain exactly why I like it. Because most of the movie is just people walking places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do. I like it, and I've watched it several times since it came out. I mean, I don't like hackers level like it. But. Yeah, but- be disturbing if you did. Yeah, yeah. But I do like it. You like hackers a disturbing amount. I do. I really do. I just watched it again the other night. <sighs> I've seen that movie so many times that sometimes I just put it on and watch certain scenes and then turn it off again. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, it just it's, you know, I watch, watch different scenes for different moods, you know? So, yeah, anyway. Uh, so tell me something good. I don't have anything good to say to you. Okay. Well. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've just been busy trying to catch up on things and got to go to Memphis next weekend. What's Memphis? I mean, what's uh, in Memphis? Memphis? Memphis Comic Expo. Oh, cool. Um, well, that'd be fun. Yeah, Julie's going this time. Good, good. Because you hate driving by yourself. I do hate driving by myself. Are you driving or are you flying? Yeah, I am driving. So you're driving and crying? Mm-hmm. Not unless Julie punches me. So you're, you're driving and crying? Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she punches you a lot, dude. Um, oh. Yeah, that's cool, man. I, uh, 
Okay, so I was telling you about that sort of truth book I was reading and how it got all objectivist and stuff. Mm-hmm. I finished that book, and man, that was a weird fantasy book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was just really strange. And then I started on the seventh book, and I looked it up just to be sure because it seemed like this is the direction it was going in. The main characters that we've followed up to this point through six other books, uh-huh. I, I think they're not even in it until the end in this book, and they're not even like the main characters in this in this one. And I'm like, that's not unusual for uh, like some series of books, right? I don't know. I mean, it seems strange to me, but, and it, it, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it just seems weird to me. And it it is interesting, again, also comparing this to that TV show in that they, they kind of just, I guess they pulled from every book. If they found it interesting, they've pulled stuff from every book up until the time the TV show was made. Because I'm finding a, like... There's a part of the plot thread that's going on in this book. They they pulled part of that to put it in the first season of the show. So, and basically the first season of the show was mostly like the the main plot of that was the first book. Um, so it's it's kind of interesting how they pulled these other other threads into it. You know, that's the one with all the raping in it. The books, yeah, yeah, not the TV show. It's um. Yeah, this book's been on, I mean, I guess, the, no, no, the last, book six was kind of rapey, too, you know? I don't know. Like I said, I think I get it. I think it's just, that's what the author thinks is the worst thing you can do. So he's Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be alone in that. It's, it used to be like, kind of a, 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 just a thing that you did in a story. To right. To show that somebody was a bad person. Exactly. I mean, that's that's pretty much what kicked off a... Uh, was it Death Wish? Not Death Wish. The no, Bronson. Death Wish. Yeah. The Bronson Wish. Vigilante movie. Yep. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be a love interest to Charles Bronson in those movies. Oh, no, no. They all end up very badly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, I'm starting to think about it now in the light of having finished that sixth book and, and the whole philosophy of man kind of thing that's going on in her. And I'm starting to wonder if it's not the actual rape that he considers bad, but the, uh, what's the word I'm looking, the, the taking away somebody's free will kind of thing, you know? Their ability to um, just direct themselves, I guess, you know, because it's the violation of rape. I think is probably more of what he thinks is bad than the actual physical act itself. Maybe I, I, I'm, I, I can't say that. I, I think know. you're giving that movie way too much credit. Oh, I'm not talking about Death Wish anymore. I was talking about the books again. Oh, uh, okay, okay. No, no, I did. The books are just like they were knee-jerk reactions to. I mean, the, not the books. So Death Wish movies were just knee-jerk reactions to shit that was going on at the time. Mm-hmm. Or at least the first one was. I've read that book too. <clears throat> But, um, yeah, I'm talking about, like, the sort of truth book stuff. Yeah. Of course, I mean, like, I, I can't put words in the like because I don't know the guy. I don't know exactly what he's thinking. I'm just, I'm wondering. In, given, I think you do. I think you're lying. I'm just wondering, given, like, what we learn in the sixth book, if it's, yeah, something more than just the rape going on there. 
But uh, it's definitely a, a weird fantasy series. I've never really been a huge fan of when you take, like, uh, you've got your main cast on a quest or whatever. And it's whatever, however many, two, three, four characters or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you split them up in the story and have them, like, then you have to tell four different, or however many splits there are there, you know. You have to tell, like, four different stories at once or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I always felt like it was... I was stuck reading the stories I didn't necessarily care as much about just to be able to get past it to get into the other the other character that I liked story again, you know? It felt more like it was work to have to read those. Huh. Interesting. I mean, that, that even bugged me during, like, reading Tolkien stuff when I was a kid. Because in Lord of the Rings, how they split everybody up into, like, three groups or whatever. Mm-hmm. And tell you three different stories at once, or simultaneously. Because there's always that thing, too, where there's, like, they have to backtrack in time or whatever because, you know, they, they jump to the next group of people's story and it's, you're not just moving forward now, you're moving backwards and then have to catch up again. And I don't, it always just felt really awkward and clunky to me. Mm-hmm. As a reader, anyway. Um, so, yeah, the, this book, has, or, well, this series has been doing that a lot, too, where it's splitting all of its characters off and telling each story. And that's kind of frustrating for me to read. No, sir. Don't like that at one bit. And, uh... Yeah, so, I don't know, man. I'm reading stuff. Pick up a book on, um... It's not like a... a, a like, in-depth history of rock and roll in Ohio, but it's... It, that's the basis of it. And I, I suspect it's mostly bands from the late 80s into the 90s, because in the foreword, the author authoress talks about... You know, how she got into music in the mid-90s and started writing about it for magazines and stuff like that. But it talks about, like... It does talk about, like, Devo. And, um, I haven't gotten very far into it yet. I'm just in the Akron... It opens with Akron, so I'm in the Akron chapter. Akron. What the fuck is an Akron? Um, it's a another one of those, like, industrial towns that it's not so industrial anymore, so it's had a slump for a long That's time. That's in Ohio. That is a lot of Ohio, yeah. And that's one point the uh, the author makes. Is she talks about how, like, Ohio kind of had its own thing going because everybody was just cooped up. It's cold here in the winter. It sucks pretty much, you know. Um, and you either just go work at the factory or whatever, or you make music, basically. That's how she put it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, there, I mean, there have been, you know, a crap ton of bands and music stuff come out of here, not just rock and roll, but we had a pretty good Motown-esque scene for a while. Like an R&B thing going on. Oh, yeah, what'd they call that record company? That was, uh... Uh, I'm trying to remember. Because there were some famous R&B guys that lived in Cincinnati. I forgot what his name... That wasn't Stax, was it? No, Stax was from Memphis. Right, okay. Uh, What was the one that had the Sun? That Sun Studios? Was that? That wasn't here, was it? That's also Memphis. Oh, okay. Well, I don't remember then. I can't remember what it is. But yeah, I mean, we had a lot of like a lot of R and B stuff, a lot of funk in Ohio. Oh right, Bootsy Bootsy's from Ohio or since well Cincinnati area. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, I don't know. Then 
so this book doesn't like like she she says she's not trying to make a like a King Records. Yeah, that sounds right. Is uh, uh, James Brown? That sounds right. Yeah. A lot of session people came from Ohio. But, you know, Ohio had the Ohio players. They did. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's for such a, like, a. I mean, you know, Ohio is pretty certain times of the year. It's not always shitty here, you know? But winters are pretty not good. Yeah. And summers, like, summers can be bad because it gets really humid. So you've got, like, intense heat and humidity. The Isley Brothers are from Cincinnati. So were the Lemon Pipers, I think. The what? What? Lemon Pipers. What? They had that... Hold on a second. Let me look it up. You'd know the song. Um, oh, yeah. They were from Oxford. Shit. I forgot about that. They were a... Bobby Womack, the OJ. But Levert, that's how it was for Cincinnati. Levert. Levert. Uh, trying to think of what their hit was. Let's see. Oh, Green Tambourine. They were like a late 60s psychedelic rock band. Mm, green Tambourine. It seems a little too safe for us. It, I feel like it should be called like Marshmallow Tambourine or something like that. Well, I mean, the song's got that... You know, that production, that's like, I don't know what, you know, whatever. Uh, But yeah, that was the Lemon Pipers. Of course, you know, we had Afghan Wigs, Guided by Voices. Um, Oh, yeah. Breeders. I do love Afghan. Tanya Donnelly from the Pixies was from here. Tanya Donnelly from the Pixies? Wasn't that... Or was it the other Donnelly? It was one of the sisters, wasn't it? it was in the Pixies? Tanya Donnelly was in, uh, 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 what is it? What's the name of her band? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm not Donnelly. I, I was, it's Kim Deal is who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Deal Sisters. Deal was Is it Growing Music is that Tanya Donnelly was in? Yeah, and then she had like a, several solo things. She had that one, what was the name of that band that was so big in the 90s? Tanya Donnelly? Yeah. Uh, I'll look it up. It was... Eat the Tree? Belly. Belly, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, did Belly do more than one album? Uh, not of any importance, I don't think. Well, that's an unfair... I mean, not of any popularity, I guess. Huh, weird. She's only, she's only got, like, uh, four full-length LPs out herself, like, as a solo artist. She does what she wants. Oh, she has done a bunch of EPs, though, so. You're an EP. Yeah, your face? I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Throwing muses, breeders, belly. I guess wasn't... Why did I think... And, I, and you. Oh, okay, yeah. So Kim Deal was in the breeders, too. That's why I was I was getting Donnelly yeah. and Deal mixed up. Both the Deal sisters were. Yeah. 
the Donnelly was never in the Breeders. Uh, yes, she was. She was? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Wow, I'm stupid. Um, it was, let's see, apparently it was a side project while the Pixies and Throwing Muses were still going. I had no idea that Tanya Donnelly was in it. I don't think she was in it by the time they were, like, big, though. They couldn't have been. I don't remember seeing any other women besides the Deal Sisters. Yeah, she left, they put out, like, a full-length, two full-lengths and an EP, like, in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. Hmm. Early nineties, and then um, then she left, and I guess uh, after that was when they had their like radio hit. So, so yeah, after the Pixies broke up. Huh. There we go. A little history there. Yeah, we've learned things today. We learned as hard as we tried to not. We did. Mm hmm. Um, anyway. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Well, you know, you gotta learn something, something, sometime, something, 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 sometime. Yep. Something, something, sometime. Charlotte, sometime. Charlotte, sometimes. Charlotte, sometimes. Oh my God! Did you see that he predicted the queen dying? No. Did he really? There was an interview with him where they mentioned something about the queen, and he just like just blurted out, "The queen's going to die on September seventh or something like that." He was like a day off. Oh, huh. well, that's uh, weird. Uh, I never thought of him as being like some sort of prophet. <laughs> no, he is, or whatever. He is. I've been saying it for years, don't. You? Don't you remember me saying it for years? Are you asking the room or you? Me? No, I, I don't remember that at all. I, I think you thought, um, you know, Boingo Boingo or prophets. Uh, I don't even know if I think that. Yeah, I think that Danny Elfman is a witty songwriter. Oh, uh, uh, my uh, Marty Wilson Piper said that I had very uh, witty. Lyrics. Well, that's flattering. Yeah. I, um, so he thought they were very funny. <laughs> he was like, well, I'm not a novelty act. Yeah, then you went off on him. Yeah. And you hunted him down I, with dangerous game style. I haven't talked to him actually in like months. Oh. I'm sure he thinks I'm avoiding him. You are. I kind of am. Yeah. But it's because I've been busy with all this stuff, trying to catch up. I understand. Making music is kind of hard to do when you're doing other things. It really me. is. I, in the past couple of months, I've gone like, you know, week, ten days without touching an instrument. Yeah, I mean, I've got to practice, but... I like to... Uh, practicing and... For a minute there, I was trying to make it a thing where just every day I, you know, I at least spent like 20 minutes, half hour, like just playing something, bass or guitar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just as like kind of like a mental health break kind of thing. But, you know, sometimes you forget to get up and walk away from the computer. 
when you're working, you know. So you do. I do. Sometimes I do that. Crank sometimes. Um. So uh, yeah, man. Do we? Uh, you mentioned we had email last Friday. Oh uh, yeah, we have a couple of emails that we haven't gotten to. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's start out with Ben Wilson. Okay. Whose subject heading is music. 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 He says, hey guys, it's been a while. Hope everybody's doing okay. My wife and I just had our final baby. Wait a minute. Are they putting a cap on it? That's a weird thing to say. Oh, wait. Let me finish. He says, my wife and I had our final baby. That's baby number seven for those keeping count. And that's it for us. The whole family got COVID. This is all one sentence. (laughs) Congratulations Uh, on on number seven. Uh, congratulations on having seven children. I, I didn't know we knew this about you, but that's crazy. Why do you have seven children? Uh, be fruitful and multiply. Oh, that's a Bible thing, right? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know that they're Bible people or anything, but that could be a reason. Anyway, the whole family got COVID and we're back to full health. I'm back to writing and drawing Torn Angel. That's his comic, TornAngel.net. I'm actually George Lucasing early issues of the collected edition, and I hope it makes uh, the art more consistent and makes the early issues that people have unique and special. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Looking at tornangel.net, which is down. It's park-free courtesy of GoDaddy.com. Huh. um, Yeah, Brian Brown does that sometimes. I know he did. Well, I mean, he did, he, like a cornerstone of his business model now. I mean, he did. Yeah, when he did that that massive collection of the God hates astronaut stuff, he went back yeah. and like recolored stuff and touched up art and did all kinds of crazy work to put it together. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, I've been meaning to ask for years now, but always forget, where can I find the music he used at the beginning and end of the episodes of 24-Hour Podcast? Uh, the beginning and end? Uh, yeah. I don't even remember what that was. <laughs> let me, uh, let me yeah. look. look that have up. to look. Is the warm-up dead? Kind of. Kind of. Uh, that was sort of Sean's thing. And... We did it when he told us to do it, and then he stopped telling us to do it. So, uh, Mike, we got to talk Kickstarter sometime. Hope to see you guys at the con sometime. Stay healthy, Ben. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Let's see. There is on the okay. So the 24-hour comic podcast website still up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've actually had a page where I listed the music and the bands that did it. So. What he said at the beginning and at the beginning of the first show and the end of the last show? Uh the beginning and ends of episode used at the beginning and the end of the episodes of the twenty four hour podcast. Oh. I guess that was like our old theme music. Well it's always been the same, it's the same one we use now. What is it? I mean, oh, we still do that? Well you know, the the intro thing at the beginning. Before, before. Oh, I didn't know we still had one. I don't listen to our show. Yeah, yeah. It's, well that 
if it, that's what you're talking about, that's the Vladimir's. That was uh, off there. The Vladimir, also big band out of Cincinnati. Well, I mean, in horror punk circles, they were kind of big, yeah. I wasn't being facetious. Um, big band who's big or big band? Well, it's kind of both. I don't know. Is that guy lost weight? The singer? Yeah. Uh, he's probably about the same size. His beard's gotten a lot bigger, so maybe that added, Whoa, added to he didn't it. have a beard when I knew him. Oh, yeah, so he's he's big and beardy. Mm, everybody is now. Um, but, yeah, that is... What song is that? <laughs> it's from the album Serpent Girl, and it's... Ah, man. I don't remember. The Vladimir's. The Vladimir's. Though. They don't have a lot of records, so it's probably easier to find them. Yeah, they've got seven... Seven? Maybe. Something like that. That is a lot of records. I stand corrected. I thought they had like three. That's, I mean, that's from between like 96 and 97 to... Um, Do you play on any of them? I played on the last LP. Uh, that was it for his email. And I, I did artwork on most of the albums. But... Let's see, it's one, two, three, four, five. They have six full-length, uh, two EPs, and a compila- two compilations. <laughs> but the song Serpent Girl was... I can't remember what that is. Anyway, it's on that album, Serpent Girl. I don't remember. Thanks for writing, and again, congratulations yeah. on the baby. Yeah. Congratulations on your baby. Sorry, your website's down. But I see you on Facebook, and there's a lot of horror movie drawings, which I can appreciate. And they're not they're not just uh, the standard ones. There's a Killjoy drawing, which nobody draws Killjoy. Huh. And Head of the Family. <laughs> nobody draws Head of the Family. No? I, guess uh, I don't think they do. Henry from Denmark wrote, Henrik from Denmark wrote, Hi, Crank Mike, and other people who really... I need to go see a doctor. Uh, I want to start off the email keeping in the medical theme after having avoided the vid for two and a half years. It finally caught up with me. Everybody who wrote in has COVID. Yeah, well, I mean, it's crazy, man. <laughs> oh, that's what it is, yeah. Uh, finally caught up with me a few weeks back. All in all, I had a pretty mild COVID case, but due to isolation, I missed wedding a wedding plus the first week of school, so that was quite annoying. Some TV talk. Oh, of course, it's Henrik. Okay. I very much enjoyed Sandman. I must admit I never read any of the comics, primarily because of the art style. Same here, buddy. I, I did read the first uh, one. Sorry, I missed the title. What was it? Sandman. Oh, yeah, I... I'll be honest, I did not read that for a long time because I just, the people I associate with reading it, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't necessarily, I thought it was just going to be some weird, goofy, over, overwrought dramedy or, you know, dramatic yeah. thing or something. Uh, but I get the impression that it has translated well to the live screen. I think so, yeah. Uh, I really liked Sam, man. A lot. So did Julie. Did he say he didn't like the art? In the comic, yeah. In the first, the first series, the first issues, man, that was Sam. Yeah. Keith, that was Sam Keith, wasn't it? It wasn't the greatest Sam Keith. No. Oh. Okay, I could. I mean, I could, It's fair enough. I mean, I could see people not liking Sam Keith's art, even when he was 
like had a Sam Keith ink or it's Sam Keith inking someone, isn't it? I thought it was him. I thought he did like the first six issues, like he drew them. Oh. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've looked at Sandman stuff. I'm also quite liking She-Hulk so far. Yeah, same here. Cool. I haven't seen the newest episode, but... Uh, it's good. That is all for this week. Stay healthy, everyone. Henrik from Denmark. Huh. Surprised he hasn't watched Rings of Power. Oh, yeah. I'm glad he's going to talk to us about it. I'm... <clears throat> I, I've only watched the first two episodes of that yet, still. I, I haven't kept up with it. Uh, the studio seems to be in favor of it. Yeah. Rings of power. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, and checking in on your well-being from uh, Chris Chavez. Hello, Crank Mike, and any medical support personnel in the vicinity. Ha, ha, ha. Hope, hope this message finds you both doing better in general when it comes to your personal health. Sounds like Crank needs to install a sensory deprivation tank in his not-attic so he can get some short, intense rest sessions in between all the overwork he's been doing lately. I, I was going to say, I didn't realize, you know, especially now after having two emails and, you know, asking after our health. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't realize that we were being so... I, but now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, I've been, that's pretty much what I've been talking about, oh. is how I'm wiped out. Uh, on Mike's side of things, I know he's had general health concerns as he gets older based on other family members. So I hope he gets time soon to get a thorough doctor checkup after his recent fainting spell. Wow. Uh, <laughs> You're an open book, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I have a, I went to see a doctor and he has ideas. And uh, I have a checkup in October to see if his ideas are correct. He thought it, but I feel much better now. He thought it might be a blood pressure thing, right? Blood pressure, yeah. Yeah. It's actually good news. Oh yeah. Yeah, you've lost too much weight, but you never hear that at the doctor, especially me. On the <laughs> whiplash on the Kristen Kruk entertainment front, oh. has Crank had a chance to rewatch Reacher on Amazon Prime? That is, she is in that. Yeah. I forgot about that. She's not a huge part. I wouldn't no, say. The show is produced well and runs at a good pace through the eight episodes. Each one is about an hour long without any commercial breaks. But the main draw to the show for Crank will be Kristen Kruk as a southern mother in distress needing the protection of Jack Reacher. <laughs> I did watch that series. I think I talked about it. Um, hold on, hold on. Yeah? While she's not on screen as much as the other characters, I think what you will get will make you happy. Well, I'm, I'm happy for whatever crook I get. You know, so, yeah. You're happy for any crook. Yeah. Uh. Oh, in New York? Yeah. I, I can't really catch what he's saying. What's he saying? Yeah, he's just recalling a scene where 
reach or body slam somebody off a fire escape. Right on. Also, have either of you watched Castle Rock on Hulu? I've only watched the first of the two seasons, as have I. I've only seen the first season. But as a big Stephen King fan, the show is very rewarding with callbacks and references to his other written work. The show stands on its own pretty well, but does get a little mind-bendy towards the end. Each season is only ten episodes. But it might be a little too much to binge-watch straight through. Also, I don't think you would enjoy it as much if you had it on the in the background doing other things. But what do I know? Challenge accepted. No, I don't have Hulu. Um, is that newer? It's it's nice. The last couple of years. Is it just like uh, I saw the I saw the first season and it is good. I didn't love the ending of it. Yeah. But Julie, Julie and I watched it. I seem to remember hearing about it. I just I can't I can't really place it. It's, it takes place in just the shared King universe, right? Like in, in the city or the town yeah, of Castle Rock. Like, what is that city? Derry. <coughs> oh, Castle Rock. Yeah, but Castle they talk Rock, about uh, counties. Derry, I think. They talk about a lot of the other characters. Huh. Well, that's cool. I um no, I haven't seen it, but I I'm a fan of King's work, so I'd be interested in it. Have either of you watched any speed build videos on YouTube related to either Legos or general models? Mm. I found the following video and really enjoyed how it was formatted, especially during a couple of the musical call-out sections. Well, that's just a random thing that he... <laughs> no, but I did watch a... Uh... Are you ready? Now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Okay. I, uh, I did watch a... Uh, what? Iron Man's. Iron, Iron Man's models. Iron Man's? Yeah, this is building Iron Man's. All right. I watched a... No, uh, building Iron Man's. I watched a video of a garage that converts classic cars into EV vehicles. Or, I guess EV vehicles is redundant, because the V is vehicle. But anyway... um. And they set themselves as a challenge to convert a 60s Volkswagen Bug over into a, an electric car in a, uh-huh. day, in a day. In a day? Yeah. Mm. So I watched that. That was pretty interesting. I wish I had... Thinking about the other day, what it would be like if every single Tesla engine was in a bus. What? At the same time? Like... Tesla engine that's in a car was in an electric bus instead, like a public transit bus. Uh, probably a lot less, lot less diesel fumes. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's what they used. Um, well, they used something. It was either I can't remember if the motor or the battery was from Tesla. And I guess they it was from a wrecked Tesla or something. So they kind of upcycled it for this Volkswagen. Something like that. Anyway, sorry. That's not Legos either, but it's just as random. So. Uh, well, I mean, that's it. That's all he has in there. He says, that's all for now. I hope that you are feeling better and taking care of yourselves going into the later days of 2022. Chris Chavez from Northern California. Uh, yeah, thanks for... I mean, I don't watch a lot of model videos, but... I can't say I've ever watched a model video. Seems like something... Uh, Addison would enjoy. Hmm. 
I um yeah, thanks for writing. And I didn't say thanks to Henrik either, but thanks, Henrik. Thanks, Henrik. Thanks you, everybody who writes. Did you know there are six Killjoy movies? Yeah, I did know that. What I've I, never seen any of them. What I don't understand is is that the sixth one is called Bunker of Blood Seven. Yeah, they're like they're full moon movies, so they've got like a very comedy element to them. Yeah. I didn't. I don't think I've. I have not seen any of the Killjoy movies. I don't think. I've never seen them. Huh. After you said it, I went. Yeah, you know, I just I was curious. So I went and looked it up. But. Very strange. Very strange. Oh, well, that, yeah. I guess the series started in two thousand. So. I guess that makes sense. I might not have seen it. Well, no, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know why I haven't seen it. Especially because I, I like, generally like Full Moon movies anyway. Does, does Full Moon still exist as a production company? I don't know. I know they, I were, they still so. had a website and a store that they were selling like you know DVDs of their older stuff on. But I, don't, yeah. I, I didn't know if they'd made anything new in a while. I don't think so. What the heck's Charles Band up to now? What happened to you? You're fuzzing out. Oh, I don't know. You were fuzzing out a little bit before, so maybe there's a connection thing going on. Um. All right. Well, I mean, I I guess we can wrap up then, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I had the what should I call it? Oh, where's it at? What should we call it? Oh, you know, the list. The list of things. I pulled that up. Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to scan that real quick. I should have been looking at it while you were talking, but I got distracted, you know, like I do. Um, so, and, and, you know, I guess maybe if I just see something interesting that's not even related to us, I might call it out, because what the hell? I don't know. Um... God, man, there was something else I was going to tell you that I didn't know before, but I just learned, and I, it's like one of those real obvious things that I should have known a long time ago, and I can't think of what it is now. I hate when it happens. I was going to give you an opportunity to call me a dummy. You know? I don't want to call you a dummy. think I like that? I, you do it often enough. I don't know. How dare you? I mean, I would assume you like it. I've never known you to be sadomasochistic. Very insulting. Ooh, I didn't know there was a Mad Balls comic out. Mad Balls versus the Garbage Pail Kids. I'm sure that's oh, it's Dynamite. So that's probably fun. Um. Okay, so yeah, I don't know. I don't really see anything. anybody uh, Anybody got anything in stores this week? Addison, John, whoever else. I think there's a collected edition of my Teen Titans run. Oh yeah, it's called Exit Wounds. Cool. Teen Titans Academy. Just the uh, how long ago did you do that? Huh? How long ago did you do that? Uh, about three or four months ago. Oh, okay. So that's newish. Cool. Probably longer. I can't remember when it came out. 
came out this year. Cool. Um, oh, uh, Jonna and the Impossible Monsters number 11 is in stores this week. Okay. And also from Oni, Six Gun number one, they're, they did a 25th anniversary edition of it. They've gotten stores. I didn't letter that, but I did work on the series later. What? What book? Six Gun. 25 years? Well, I, I think it's Oni's 25th anniversary. Oh. So they were, I guess, redoing number one. I don't think that book had been around that long. Oh, I don't think that book was. I think that book's from early 10s mm. was when it first came out, I think. Because I started on it, oh, I can't remember how many how many issues in, but it wasn't that far. I don't think. And that would that would have been about 2014-ish. I think was when I started working on, so it probably started in like 2011, 2012. Early, I mean, at the earliest. So, um, yeah, man. So there we are. I did not make you have to record at night now this week. Thank you, and thank you for talking. So you know, everybody be safe. Everybody's getting the COVID now. That's probably because. What were you going to say? Oh, you're going through lists of stuff. And I just going to mention, because uh, I won't be here next week, our Barbaric Axe-to-Grind number two will be out next Wednesday. Not this past Wednesday. Barbaric Axe-to-Grind number two. Yeah. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, hope everybody has a good weekend. You know, take care. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.